As a former third in the world in FPL, I thought I'd start today by giving you my number one biggest FPL tip, and that is do not waste all of your chips right at the start of the season. And that is why I'm saving my triple captain and I'm not activating it in game week four. Because, you know, you never know what's going to happen throughout the season. Make sure you don't waste your chips, right? Yeah. Um, work hard, not smart. But welcome back to the Nathan Bacon Jerky Podcast, the podcast where we knee-jerk over all of the weekend's actions and we will be knee-jerking over Game Week 4. But before that, we're going to take a little trip down memory lane and have a look at my FBL experiment, using all these chips right at the start of the season, Bench Boost Game Week 1, Free at Game Week 2, and a wild card in this week in Game Week 3. And we're just going to see how it went. Because you know what? Already, it's been a massive success. This has been the most fun I've ever had playing FPL. And I might as well just delete this channel and delete my FPL team. Because I've peaked. There's there's, there's no going up from here. <laughs> so back to game week one, where I benched of the boosted. I bench boosted. And for the memes, for the video, I put all of my best players on my bench. Which you can't see. Right here, where I had Ramsdale, Martinelli, Saka, and De Bruyne. Uh, obviously, we did end up ch changing our team and putting players like De Bruyne and taking out Odegaard because of the leaked team news. Oh, screw the FPL team leaks, you know, they always mess up my team. But I did also bring in players like Rico Lewis, who ended up scoring points, so yay. <laughs> but the bench boost, I mean, looking back... I pretty much nailed it right, but the only reason I nailed it was because... I chose, I, I literally used this as like a free hit. I only chose the best players with the best fixtures just for game week one because I knew after I'd be free hitting them wild garden. So it's kind of like an inflated rank and score because I could do this on any other week and probably this should be like the minimum, but because no one else is doing it, that's why it worked. Uh, obviously, we did still have a few blanks, but having like the differentials of like Anderson scoring the nine pointer, having Solanke and Bowen playing against each other and then both scoring and the bonus points. And then not only that, free hitting out the likes of Solanke and Bowen who didn't score the next week and Pedro. And then wildcarding in players and free hitting in players after that did score points. So going back and forth with these chips, I've got a much higher rank than I would have. Probably not po possibly. Like, I could have possibly had more points without using chips. But there's probably nobody in the world that has actually done that. Everybody that's higher than me or even close to me has probably used at least one chip already. But in Game Week 1, Bench Boost was a massive success and was just great fun. And you know what? Mo when most people use the Bench Boost in FBL, they always complain that it just messes up their team because they're either bringing in crap players just to Bench Boost or they're stuck benching holes after that, or having a really bad, unbalanced team after that because of the bench boost. So people always say, you know, it's best to bench boost in or out of a wild card just so you don't have to keep having the good players. And that's why Game Week 1 bench boost kind of works, because you just focus and get in all the players specifically for the bench boost. Because there was some other FPL YouTubers, I think Planet FPL James, he did actually bench boost in Game Week 1 and FPL uh, Hall. I want to say, um, they did bench boost in game week one without doing this crazy strategy of using all the chips. And then they actually had players on the bench. I think like FEL Hall uh, had like Varane who scored all the points. And then James had Garnacho who started, but he's cheap and he had Rico Lewis, you know, so it can work. You can use it as a strategy, but for what my strategy was, it worked even better because I just went all out just for game week one. 
and it was amazing. And then in gimmick two, we activated the free hit. Two out of two, two chips already. This game we rank is nowhere near the first one, literally. Game week one, we had a game week rank of 3,000, so it was already 3,000 in the world. Game week two, two millionth game week rank, even though I played the free hit. Now, that is pretty unlucky. Now, I don't regret most of the picks, because, like, score line-wise as well, they all worked. Like, Forest beat Sheffield United, so I got triples Nottingham Forest. Did I say Sheffield beat? Nottingham Forest beat Sheffield United. I got triple Nottingham Forest, but I only got one FBL return from there. And also, Sheffield United's goal was literally like a wonder strike out of nowhere. So that was a clean sheet gone. And then Gibbs White, this game week, two, one game week after, got two assists. So, again, not a bad player. It just didn't work out that week. And then we also had Chilwell blank in, and Chilwell has scored all the points. And this is the only week he didn't score all the points. Uh, and then players like Richarlison, maybe that was a bit crap, a bit wibbly-wobbly, but um, Spurs did beat Man United 2-0. So, you know, if you had said that to me before, I'd be like, yeah, might as well choose their strike, all right? He's probably on penalties as well. There we go. Uh, the Liverpool guys, yeah, Trent was a bit crap. Bournemouth scored straight away. Soberslai was good. He could have had more points, but he did score less points than other Liverpool players. And then also... I ignored the likes of Matoma and March because I thought Wolves were decent against Man United in game week one. And I think that just kind of shows you if you pay too much attention to just one week, one small sample size, then that's how it can just absolutely mess you up after that. Because I thought Wolves are, yeah, they, Man United only scored like, did they score a goal? One goal? Two goals? Scored one goal and it was like random, random ball everywhere, pinball kind of style, wasn't it? So I wasn't expecting Brighton to score all the goals there, but they did score all the goals. So that was unlikely. But I did still have a stupid man to cover it. I just didn't have Matoma in March, which I did have in a draft. I did also have Embuemo in a lot of drafts, along like along with the likes of like I think Luis Diaz. I think my midfield at one point was Madison, Luis Diaz, Embuemo. They all scored. They all scored all the points, which would have made that free hit very very juicy. But it was just a little bit of juice, just a little bit of. But again, the free hit, we usually use these in the blanks and double game weeks. I used it here just so I could not only focus the game week one bench boost, but also just go straight out to the, at it at the start of the season. Because even though you can plan for these blanks and doubles and free hit in those, you usually only get, what, 10, 15, 20 points gain. I, I think over the game week one team I chose was over 20, 30 points gain. And then I also chose players in game week one. That I wouldn't have chosen if I wasn't free hitting. I would have chose players that didn't score and scored even less points. So actually it gained me a lot of points. But yeah, a bit of a wibbly wobbly free hit here. Because even though I did score points, not all of the points. And my rank did go all the way down to 45,000 in the world. Ah, oh, what a cheeky scrub. Do you know what's funny is that there was a lot of buzz kills after the first week of me getting to third in the world. Because that's what I did in game week one. Have I mentioned that yet? I'm not sure I have in any video ever. I'm just going to live off that moment for the rest of my life because funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there was a lot of buzz kills. People saying like, oh, you know, of course you're going to be that high. You've used all your chips. Like, but I don't think you realize that there are literally hundreds of thousands of people that have activated all their chips. And I was third in the world out of all of them at one point. And then even after a failed free hit, I still was up at 45,000 ahead of pretty much all of, a lot, like over half of the people that did it as well. So I would say it, it was still pretty good.
But then actually, in game week three, where I activate the wild card, it got even better. Way! Where not only did we get hauls off the play of players like Gusto, Sterling, and that's pretty much it. Literally, that's it. But they were very, very low-owned hauls. Literally, well, Gusto's gone up to 7%. He was literally 2%. And Sterling has gone up to 7% as well. And he was literally, like, probably just under 2% as well. If I go to here, literally, Sterling, 300,000 transfers in, 200, 000, almost 300,000 transfers in for Gusto as well. They literally got, that's too many points to math right now. A lot of points, 19 and 14 right there. So fair play to them, 33 points in the bag. And then we did have some unluckies of this free or this wild card, because Edison, I mean, I really didn't think they would concede a goal against Sheffield United. They're called the Blades. They're about as blunt as a bloody... But a knife. That's the only blade they are. But yet, yeah, they still somehow scored. Uh, Brighton, yeah. Well, I wanted to go with Stupinan just because he did well in the first few weeks. And I was like, you know, he's probably the most attacking defender. So, I go for him. And then, if you look on my bench right there, Udoji. Udoji. That's what some people call him. He is dodgy because benched him 12 points. Stupinan didn't bench him 1 point. Unlucky. We also had Rashford over Bruno. Bruno gets an assist. Rashford gets two assists. Bruno then gets a penalty and gets a goal. Scores the penalty. Rashford could have taken that penalty. He didn't. Bruno took it. Bruno got five more points. Son, I mean, it, it, it was always a terrible pick, but it's go on my son. I just wanted to go for it because he's just that sexy differential, you know. If he had gone and scored even a goal, low-owned, most people who own him aren't playing seriously or playing it like me where they're not really caring. So if he went and gone and scored, that would have been amazing. But he didn't. But also Madison. I probably would have gone for Madison if I knew he was going to start. He then still started, even though he was flagged, and got 10 points. So literally all the players so far that I've chose have got less points than their alternatives. But we still got 68 points, so hey, it's pretty good. Martinelli it was literally the same as that. I could have chose Saka. I did choose Saka, but then I had to downgrade Saka, and I, I and then I upgraded Rashford in some other combination that I did as well. But I, I did have Saka, downgraded him to Martinelli, and Martinelli didn't score. Saka scores a penalty, literally, and getting punished by penalties. And it's like, oh, that's why it's important to choose penalty takers in FPL. Well, I chose Captain Haaland, and he missed the penalty. Oh, come on. That's not good. Four done. Uh, I mean... If I knew he would have been benched, then I definitely wouldn't have started, uh, chose him. And I would have chose Alvarez instead. But then, even though Foden only played four minutes, he got four points. Hey, a point a minute? He's going to get 90 minutes. He's going to get 90 points next game. Who am I kidding? He's never going to get 90 minutes in his life if Pep is managing him. And then I was pretty disappointed with Isak, the best Nordic striker in the league. Ignore Haaland, he doesn't exist. Because even though, that's, 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 that's next week, man. game week three, even though Liverpool were down a man, Virgil van Dijk got a red card, minus two points, love that. Uh, Newcastle not only didn't score after that, no, they scored one goal. No, they, no, they, sco they scored before the red card, right? Yeah. Not only did they not score after the red card, they lost when they were winning. What? How? <laughs> so, pretty disappointed with Isak there. I, did he even have... He had probably, like, a shot or two. Like, I have that for breakfast, mate. And he didn't even have a single one after a red card. So, 
I like it. But yeah, that was the wild card. And 68 points. Terrible, because one more point, and it would have been sexy number, you know? Uh, game week rank, though, 140,000. I'll definitely take that, because... Actually, even though I got to third in the world in Game Week 1, I chose all players. I only chose players that played on the Friday and Saturday just so I could make my video, uh, which obviously punished my overall rank because I would have gone for players like Onana in goals instead of Martinez and probably someone else. I probably would have gone for like a Madison as well. And then he got points. So I would have got more a uh, better rank after, but I was just doing it for the video, you know, because we're, we're, we're just a clout chaser over here, aren't we? We're just doing it for, for the views. But despite having my highest live rank in Game Week 1 for the bench boost, we've actually reached our highest overall rank from the fin my final overall rank rank after a Game Week has ended right now in Game Week 3, where we are up to... 2,000th in the world. I actually don't think this is updated. I think it's like 2,600, 700, 800. I counted them myself. No, I didn't. I just locked a live FPL. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look at this. Look at that right there. That is pretty sexy. 101 points game week one, 3,000 overall in the world. Uh, what? I was going to say 151 points in game week two. I bloody wish. 50 points in game week two, 52 points before it's been updated 68 points in game week three which has now pushed my rank up to almost second in the world but just a couple of thousand people in front of me but it's only a couple of thousand and not a million like it usually is i swear i've been like game week i think i've been like four millionth in the world whilst playing seriously like two or three years ago after game week three so even though I spunked all my chips, and even though I'm going to be taking, like, minus 20 points hits after this, just for the memes, I'm going to savour this moment. Because this FBL experiment has literally been... It's been so fun. Been wanting to twist my nipples all weekend, every weekend, the last three weekends. Because it's been amazing. But, unfortunately, it's come to a, an end because, again, I'm not activating my triple captain. I'm no longer spunking my chips. Ah, unsubscribe, dislike. Nah, get rid of him now. No need of him. It's funny though, a lot of the buzzkills were like, your rank's going to be in like 5 millionth by the end of the year using all the chips straight away. Um, One, I'd probably got more points out of my chips than I would if I was playing seriously. And two, more like 10 millionth, mate, because we're going to be doing all kind of crazy things. I'm going to be captaining, but I've already had quite a few replies as well. Like, wait, what are you going to do like Game Week 4, Game Week 5, Game Week 6 when you've got no chips left? I'm just going to captain players like Jordan Pickford because surely that will simulate me playing chips and pretending like I'm playing FBL because it's just going to give me all the pain in, in just a different way. But yeah, we move on to gimmick four where we're going to do a little bit of knee jerking here because, I mean, even though I'm just jerking my bacon, I'm just having fun here, I guess I'll try and pretend to give some useful FBL knowledge because if you're watching FBL content, even though obviously I'm trying to do it for fun, but you probably want some sort of useful information. So that useful bit of information I'm going to give you right now is... Captain Isaac, mate. Salah. Had a penalty game week two. Everybody captained him. Missed the penalty. Haaland. Everybody captained him in game week three. Got a penalty. Missed the penalty. That means whoever I captain in game week four is going to miss a penalty. So you're welcome, guys. 
I'm going to captain Isak so no one else has to. And then you can enjoy all of the points from all the other players. Hey! But now, this is how the team is looking for game week four. And you know what? I have not looked at it. Do you know why? Because for the game week three, my, my wildcard team, I just looked at the game week three fixtures. And you're like, well, that's a bit of a crap wildcard. I'm not playing FPL seriously here. I know I'm bragging about my overall rank, but that's because I'm not caring. And after this, it's going to go way downhill on purpose. Like, I'm not even going to try. I'm literally going to be taking all the minuses just for fun. I think what I might actually do is every single week, I'm literally going to take, like, five to ten hits and just form the team that I think will score the most points in that one week and then make content that way because then I still have something to go for in every week. Like, for instance, this week, well, I'll get to it, but I'm not actually making a video for Game Week 4. So I'm not gonna, I, I might not actually do anything with my team this week. Just leave it out as it is to see how it goes. But for instance, if I the way I'm going to play it is I'm going to be looking at these fixtures. So I'm going to see Luke Dunn, West Ham. You know what? West Ham looking pretty good right now. Luke Dunn, can he score ever? So instantly, Ariola. I love Ariolas. Get the tit in. He's going to get an easy clean sheet against Luke Dunn there. Um, and I would just bring in all the West Ham players. You know, should I just do it now? Uh, what West Ham players should we get then? I reckon Martinelli out for Bowen. Are we going to do it? You're like, hang on. Why is he going to do a random transfer like that? This is what we do. We just have fun. There you go. Martinelli out for Bowen. Boom. There you go. First actual transfer of the season. You know what? Captain Bowen. There you go. Done. Thanks for watching my Game Week 4 team selection video. Like and subscribe. Now welcome to this 10 minute ad that's in the way of the video and you don't care about, but I'm gonna get the bag, way. Now, you know what, I'm so glad I don't make actual FBL content anymore, because looking back, team selection videos bore the freak out of me. Like, how are people making 30-40 minute videos talking about if they should captain Haaland or not? What do you mean you're discussing that for 30 minutes? He scored like 36 goals last season. Are you still not convinced? What are you doing? <laughs> but no, like, again, I don't want to, every time I say something like that, I don't want to say, like, I'm doing something different, so I'm better, everyone else is crap. Nah, it's just, that's just not what I enjoy, and I'm sure a lot of people don't enjoy either. It's just what's there, and that's why I'm kind of trying to, like, form a revolution of fun FBL content, because FBL is a game. You shouldn't have to only play seriously and only try hard. Just have fun with it. I just captained Bowen. I'm going to leave my team as it is. Do you know how much thought I put into that? Minus thought. I didn't even know I was going to do that. I just, I'm just doing it for this video. That's, that's all. <laughs> but yeah, what I'm going to be doing after Game Week 4, because again, no video Game Week 4. Bing boy, he's on international duty, all right? Because I'm away on holiday, so not going to do a video because I'm on holiday, innit? But I will. what I will be doing after that is taking all the hits. So what I could be doing is bringing in more West Ham players. I see Everton, Sheffield United did. I ignore Everton, Sheffield United because nobody wants players in that one. Brentford, Bournemouth. You know what? I reckon Brentford got some goals in there there. And the fact that Arsenal play Man United, I would get rid of all my Arsenal players, like I already have, and also my Man United players, which I could do. I could do Rashford out from Buenmore. I could, I might do that right now. I'm not going to do it right now. <laughs> Spurs, I mean, Burnley are a weird one, right? Because 
Burnley and Luke Dunn, oh, and now they've played two games, but the two games, well, the two games Burnley have had is it's quite hard to judge them, right? Man City first game, and it's first game of the season, you know. How are they going to be feeling nervy? And then this game, playing against Villa. And I thought they they played well at the start of the second half, and then Vincent Company was like, nah, I can't be asked to manage anymore. And then they just crumbled again. That was the end of that. But if you look at their players, look at their squad, it is crap. Like, I didn't realise that their squad is literally way worse than Sheffield United's, and even Luton's almost. Like, genuinely. Like, Luton having Barkley and Chong now, genuinely, those two players could be better than anybody in the Burnley squad. Apart from Connor Roberts, he, he is better, but that's just because Swansea Welsh bias, you know? Um, but yeah, so it's hard to judge them, but Spurs, I'm judging them hard. And judging them that they're going to do amazing. Big Ange, oh, what's the song? Um, Pochettino is bit no. I'm I'm doing the complete wrong tune, and now I'm just. You have absolutely no idea what I'm on about if you don't know the song. Big Ange, uh, something about Big Ange. Uh, something about Tottenham back. No idea. I'm gonna stop rambling. But that's what we do on the Nathan Big Jerky Podcast. We just talk shit, and I love it. And you guys probably don't love it, but oh well. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, Nottingham Forest then. I reckon Chelsea... You know what? Nottingham Forest. Oh, I, I'm I'm annoyed at them, right? Because... Wait, actually, I, I, I before that, I've been interrupted with something I've just discovered. Someone in my league is ahead of me. Who is it? Let's have a bruise. This guy. Oh, you di- he didn't use a chip this week. What? Did he wildcard last week? Oh, he bench boost game week one like me. But with a serious team, I like that, I like that. Then he played a wildcard in game week two and got in players like Mbwemo and his Stupanan. Love that, love that. And then this week, he's had a corker of a week. He brought in Sterling. He had Bruno. He's got points off Rashford Saka. Fair play, mate. Fair play. Shout out to you. Nadim, love that for you. Uh, but what I also love is that... No, I don't. I don't love it. I hate that Nottingham Forest absolutely chucked away their lead. 2-0 in five minutes. Uh, uh, was it... Were they at home? This is the type of content you don't get to see anywhere else. 2-0 in five minutes at Old Trafford against Man United. What? And then Steve Cooper got out, you know, his, his sexy smile like... And then that was the end of that. Forest crumbled. Apple crumbled. Uh, so Chelsea, are they going to destroy, get all the points against Forest like they did against Luton? I don't know. You don't know. Nobody knows. And no one can tell you. And that is exactly why loads of people are going to be buying in Sterling, including content creators probably. And I guarantee if I didn't have Sterling, I, would get, I wouldn't even get him. Because I still don't write Sterling. I, yes, his one goal was good. But... I think Forrest are a lot better than Luton. And I think after about four or five weeks, we'll realise when Sterling has got like one goal, one assist in five weeks, we'll be like, oh yeah, he's not actually that good. It was just Luton, a crap. And that's why I'm captaining Bowen. <laughs> Man City follow him. Oh, Man City are pretty damn lucky. Like to only beat Sheffield United, this Sheffield United team, where like McBurdy might arguably be their best player. And who is he? 
his career highlight, no, his, his, his season highlight so far is snapping Grealish as soon as he came on in this game. He'll happily upload that and be like, yep, yeah, my career peaked to this moment. I don't need to play anymore, really. <laughs> but yeah, Man City to only beat Sheffield United 1-0. Pretty damn disappointed with that. They didn't beat them 1-0. They beat them by one goal, 2-1, I mean. But for Haaland to miss a, get a penalty, miss a penalty, but then finally score, thank you. Uh, See, so it's that prime. Prime just, I say, jinxed him because that's why he missed. But then I bet he downed a couple of primes half times. Like, all right, lads, I'm scoring. I mean, he missed a couple of sitters before that, but then he scored. Um, But then Rodri, oh, boys, like, why are we even getting players like Ford and Alvarez? Rodri goal, 23 points now. Look at this. Two goals, an assist, 23 points already. How much has Foden got? 16. How many points has Alvarez got? He's got... Rodri has more points than Haaland. Rodri, the holding midfielder for Man City, who costs less than half of Haaland's price, may I add, has got more points than Haaland so far this season. And people pay money for advice and models when stuff like that happens. What? Like, obviously, Rodri's not going to score more goals than Haaland by the end of the season. But as a week-by-week BSS, anything could happen, as we've seen from me using all these chips and the players that I've ended up scoring and not scoring as well. But players that did score this week, Rodri again, he's the GOAT. Rodri GOAT. I'm going to captain him one game week. One game week, maybe even in a double game week for Man City, I'm going to captain him over Haaland. And when he gets, like... When he has zero shots the entire game and then absolutely thunder blast one from like the halfway line, scores the winner, I'm going to be 11 it. Brighton, Newcastle, the next game then. Ooh, Brighton. Oh, hmm. It, was it that they were bad? Was it West Ham were good? Or I think it was a combination of things. I think Brighton, on their day, best team. This wasn't their day. It was not good for them at all. But also, I think the play style of West Ham just does not work for Brighton. When a team presses Brighton, that's when Brighton look better. They're just the best anti-pressing team. But then watching them play against West Ham was like the depressing team. Really not good. Or was it just West Ham best team? David Moyes, very good. You know what? Man United are probably going to sack Tenark. Who should be their replacement? Give it Moyes to the end of the season. David Moyes, best manager in the league. Uh, then we got Palace Wolves. Don't really care about them. Palace, they're, they're all right. You know, Roy Hudson, fair play to him. He's actually doing a good job. But FBL-wise, don't really care because Eze's not really scoring. Anderson, to be fair, is getting all the points. He's probably one of the highest scoring defenders. He is literally the highest scoring defender ahead of Cash, who literally scored two goals today. So Anderson, best, best defender. And to be fair... He was my big boy differential in game week one. So big and boy knows, right? You heard it here first and definitely last. Um, Wolves, I mean, give them about 99 shots in a game and they'll score one. It's like having a full team of Adama Traore still there. Why are they so bad? Liverpool, okay, fair play. Fair play, Liverpool. Darwin, Darwin, Nunes. He came from Benfica to the Big Reds and scored two goals, even though Liverpool were down a man pressure against them and he still came on grabbed the grabbed game by the, his, the bollocks and was like you know what these are mine these are my bollocks two of them two goals for him getting the winner and just 
wow, fair play. That game against Villa for Liverpool, though, that is going to be very saucy indeed. Because Villa, although they got absolutely smashed in game week one, literally annihilated. Um, I think that was just a bit of rustiness coming out of the season. Underestimating the way Newcastle were going to play. And I don't think something like that is going to happen again. So, with them actually on it now and firing. They won like 5-0 midweek, 3-1 this week. Them against Liverpool is going to be very, very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Was the last time they played? Gerard probably was still there, wasn't he? Liverpool, well, Villa are just a random team, aren't they? Because Gerard, they had Grealish, beat... Was it... It was Liverpool they beat 7-2, wasn't it? Yeah, they beat Liverpool... That's what I was thinking about. They beat Liverpool randomly 7-2. Then they just do crap. Now they get a manager in... Have all the same players. Now they look like they could challenge for like Champions League. When they were challenging relegation. Like they are just such a random team. And then the last game of the week is Arsenal Man United. Now that one is going to be proper saucy. Because Arsenal, right, Arteta. You did well last season. You've done well at Arsenal. But what the fuck are you doing with Havertz? Why are you starting Havertz? Like I think Havertz has... About 19 dick pics from Arteta. And he says, if you don't start me, I'm releasing these. Because that's the only reason and explaining I could do of why he is playing. Because he is shite. He is crap. I've got about 1% fitness compared to these players. And I could do a better job than him, honestly. But if they're going to persist with him and their new tactic. I don't know why he's trying to reinvent this new tactic of having like... Three at the back. Party goes from midfield back to right back rather than a defender stepping out. Because Party's not... He, he is a holding midfielder, but he's not like a defender. So I wouldn't want him as a defender. And you're doing that just to force in a player like Havertz. Where Havertz literally doesn't even know what to do. He's not He's not even in a position. He's just floated. You know like Roman playmaker. He's Roman ball boy. That's all he is. This is the anti-Havitz club. I didn't even own him in FBL. I never will. I was tempted to, but I never will because, he, no, he is crap. I bet you if you look at his stats, though, they look good. I'm going to have a look, actually. I definitely can't find him on the points because he probably hasn't scored, like, ever. Have. Haven't you heard? Havitz. Yeah, see, look at this. He's got the XG. Not 0.27 XG. Barely less more than half players. Get him in. Captain. Best player in the league. He wouldn't even be the best player in the league if, like, COVID killed about 19 teams. But there we are. <laughs> and then Man United. Oof. Um, They do really well last season. They buy a lot of... Well, they buy big money players. Are they worth that money? That's another question. But they buy more players, so you'd expect them to be better, right? You know, they filled in some gaps and some holes. And now they just look like they have a massive hole everywhere. Like, have they just forgot how to play? I think... I don't understand their signings though. Mount, okay, he's injured now. But Mount for 60 mil was like a no. He's not better than Ericsson. He's, is he even better than McTominay, honestly? For the role that they want him to play, McTominay, maybe even Fred would have been better at that role. Because Mount, he's not anywhere like a holding or even an 80. He is 100% a 10 
or maybe even like a 13 left on the bench. But then they signed Hoyland as well, where they need they need a fit striker. Martial, he's back now, but is he even a striker? He's never fit. I swear his gloves get more use than his legs. Like, he, he probably goes to sleep with them on, I swear. I've never seen him not wearing gloves. But I've also never seen him be actually fit and ready. Because whenever he's back, and you're like, oh, Martial's back. They finally have a striker. No, he's gone down injured. There we are. So, yeah, and then the Highland, obviously, they signed as a striker. But one, they signed him injured. Okay, can't help that. He's going to be back soon. But 60 million quid on a guy who scored nine goals in Serie A last season. I'm pretty sure Havertz could do better than that. And you know what I think about Havertz. So, I really don't know what they were doing there. Onana as well. Uh, he is good keeper. But some of his decision making is just a bit interesting should we put it as that like where a one he was literally through and go and the, the way he thought he could stop him was jumping back on his ass don't think that's gonna stop him and no it didn't stop him but ten arg i swear he got he got his coaching license in a cereal box i i i don't rate them i don't i don't he's only done it with ajax done it with a bigger squad better players than any other team in the league yeah he did win the league with them and then they have didn't win it after him but i don't think he's great that we saw him man united lose big boy scores in a few games last year as well i think this could be the downfall of ten arc i say that now because they're probably gonna beat arsenal year like three nil and everybody's like ten arc best manager in the league but, you know this is the knee jerk reaction the nathan bacon jerky i have to properly over the board knee jerk. Otherwise, I'm a fraud. That, this is literally what the show is. But that is what the show is going to be for today. Uh, we've had a little chinwag, a little stroll back through memory lane of how all these chips and everything has played out. And again, Game Week 4, I'm not going to be doing a reaction video. Uh, I'm going to be doing a, vid a, mid a video midweek, but it's going to be slightly different. You will see that soon. And then I'll be back for Game Week 5. I'm probably not going to activate the Triple Captain Game Week 5 either. Uh, what fixtures have we got Game Week 5? we got Fulham Loop done, so you best know I'm captaining someone like Raul Jimenez there. Love that. Spurs against Sheffield United as well. Love that. It's actually a pretty good week for some sexy puns. Chelsea, Bournemouth, Liverpool, Wolves. Definitely a minus 20 income in there, boysies. Love that. Love that. And hopefully you have loved this said no one ever but that is going to be the end so thanks thanks for watching thanks for letting me make your ears bleed by listening to this absolutely nonsense and crap but maybe you enjoyed it i enjoyed it and hopefully you could enjoy the thought of it if you don't even enjoy it that, that that's good enough for me thanks for watching and also remember <coughs> don't be a cheeky scrub subscribe to nathan bacon <gasps> right now. <laughs> I only say the intro in these podcasts because it can't be ad it can't be off. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>